The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. In 2020, legislation passed that required all but one public university in Virginia to make it easier for students to report sexual violence on campus. The bill gave students immunity from disciplinary action for admitting to the use of drugs or alcohol when reporting sexual assaults. The Virginia Military Institute was opposed to the change at the time and was exempted, according to Democratic Delegate Dan Helmer, the bill's sponsor. Helmer is carrying legislation this year to extend the immunity requirement to VMI because he says the school's leadership is now on board. I think we have a real opportunity to ensure that every cadet at VMI knows that their commanding general wants them to come forward, wants them to report, and is focused on eliminating sexual predators from VMI. The legislation cleared the GOP-controlled House of Delegates and now heads to the Senate for further consideration. A bill proposed by Democratic Senator Jennifer Boisco that would have made phone calls and digital communications free for incarcerated people was spiked in committee earlier this week. State records indicate $10.9 million were charged last year for calls by the phone vendor of the State Department of Corrections, according to the Virginia Mercury. In an unrelated Senate budget proposal, $5 million is included to make the prison system's communications less expensive. The DOC has raised both fiscal and safety concerns related to making communications free to people who are incarcerated. The General Assembly approved a measure Tuesday to ban the use of solitary confinement in Virginia prisons, and it was spearheaded by unlikely collaborators. But as Whitney Evans reports, some advocates for abolishing the practice say the bill misses the mark. Republican Delegate Glenn Davis and Democratic Delegate Don Scott came together on what has typically been a partisan issue in Virginia. The bill initially included guidelines for when a person who's incarcerated can be kept in isolation, and it capped the number of days a person can be held there at 15 during any 60-day period. But it lost some support from advocates when those provisions were removed earlier this month. Sean Winetta is a policy strategist with the ACLU of Virginia. Honestly, as it's in its current posture, it's, in our opinion, would actually be a step backwards. Winetta now supports a Senate version with more robust guardrails. For years, the Department of Corrections has said it does not use solitary confinement, but something else called restorative housing. The department declined to answer questions posed by VPM News on Tuesday, but officials previously said limiting DOC's ability to separate prisoners from the general population could be a safety risk. Whitney Evans, VPM News. Companion bills proposed by Republicans could work toward decreasing violence on college campuses. They're headed to the governor to be signed, according to WTVR. In 2008, the state began requiring colleges to have threat assessment teams, which work with school officials to identify students who might become violent. This new legislation sets up a timeline to investigate a student's previous legal issues after they've been deemed a threat. Anyone who might be endangered would also need to be notified within a designated amount of time. 
The legislation comes after a University of Virginia student who had been brought to the attention of the school's threat assessment team was accused of fatally shooting three classmates. A documentary film exploring the history of a small, black-owned record label called Blackfire is getting an encore screening today at Richmond's Black History Museum. Beginning in the mid-1970s, the Washington, D.C. label released 20 spiritual jazz albums that highlighted the music's African roots and embraced black pride and solidarity. The label was co-founded by Richmond saxophonist James Plunkey Branch. We wanted to do this documentary so that the story could be told. I say that the documentary is about radio and records and rhythm and revolution. While this screening recently sold out, Branch says he's been asked to show the film in Richmond again. That could happen this spring. It'll likely be at least another year before adults 21 and older can legally buy cannabis in Virginia for recreational use. A Republican-led subcommittee killed the last remaining piece of legislation Tuesday aimed at setting up a legal market. Parker Slaybaugh, who serves in Governor Glenn Youngkin's administration, testified against the bill. We are focused on cleaning up the illegal hemp and Delta 8 uh, sales that are going on uh, right now throughout the Commonwealth. Republicans on the committee tabled the bill without any debate. Democrats previously argued it would bring in tax revenue and curb the unregulated market. It remains legal in Virginia for adults 21 and older to possess up to an ounce of cannabis and to grow up to four plants for personal use. A U.K. citizen with three prior fraud convictions in England has been sentenced to four years in federal prison and fined $470,000 for stealing money from VCU. Olabanji Egbenola impersonated a construction company employee in late 2018 and convinced school personnel to redirect funds to him, according to the Richmond Times-Dispatch. The amount he's been ordered to pay is roughly the amount reportedly taken from VCU. Egbenola is among three people extradited to the states in August of 2022 for interrelated cybercrimes. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at myvpm. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.